This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Sober Life. Sober Life. Audio experience. What up, Romy Rome? What's up, bro? Hey, just chilling, feeling a little patriotic post Memorial Day. Shout out to all the veterans out there. Thank you for your service. I want to acknowledge you for your greatness, for giving back and being of contribution. No doubt. And uh, creating a place for us to live and do what we do. Yes, which sir. Is live that sober life, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. So today uh, we're th- talking about uh, getting spiritual. Getting spiritual. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it has been, been like a while. what three weeks? It's been a couple weeks since we've uh, three weeks since we've been since on. we've gotten lit, got live, and got groovy. <clears throat> yeah, uh, for those <clears throat> tuning in, listening, uh, welcome guys to welcome, this episode welcome, welcome. Uh, first i just want to say we have been gone for a while but it yep. hasn't been because yep. we were just like screw you guys nah we've been putting in work oh uh, we've been putting in work we've been painting painting we've been putting furniture together yes sir we've been Ugh. getting plants <laughs> non non mood altering plants these are office plants basically uh i think it set up i think the last time we talked to you guys we were telling you a little bit about our office and what we're doing with our new uh intensive outpatient treatment center and we yeah. have moved in we have moved in yeah we've moved into our office it's tight dude yeah it's getting it set up dope Looks good. Got the green. It's like a green on green on green vibe going. Green on green. You know, like color of life, you know, growth, opportunity. It's really cool, man. Uh, You know, like I've been in this field, this industry now for what, like six years? Yeah. Working uh, at treatment centers, going, viewing different treatment centers, rehabs, inpatients, outpatients, residentials. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen a facility quite like ours well it doesn't feel clinical that's no, the thing dude. it feels it's got this like industrial urban vibe yeah it feels like a clubhouse if yeah. you will like it's it's not clinical at all yo and, people come in and they're like wait a second this is a treatment center yeah. because it doesn't it doesn't look like one it doesn't yeah. feel like one it doesn't nah. smell like one nah it smells like good smells like, like if you food. came in and we didn't tell you that this was a treatment center people would just be like yo this is like a dope office kickback yeah. hangout like yeah squad yeah, yeah. party room yeah you know what i mean well, and, and it makes me really excited for the type of people yeah. that are going to come into this environment, experience this culture, mm-hmm. and be able to really get into kind of our topic of the day, which is, uh, you know, when you when when I realized that I had alcoholism mm-hmm. and I was able to come to terms with my innermost self that, yes, indeed, I met the diagnostic criteria of having alcoholism. Innermost self innermost self what does that mean well it doesn't mean your cerebral <clears throat> self your you brain and your mind it means like your cellular self your soul your heart so you didn't just think it 
Well, I stopped saying it just to get the judge and my parents and my friends and people that were mad at me off my back. I actually accepted it and it became a part of my identity. So would you say like you switched from thinking maybe to believing? Well, I switched from being blatantly, violently opposed Uh to ever claiming I had any sort of illness such as alcoholism. Yeah. To, you know, then saying it. So I realized that if I would just say it, people would cut me some slack. <laughs> like, like if I could just I could relate. Yeah, if I could just no say doubt. it, people would cut me some slack. To, but at that point, I didn't understand what it meant. I didn't yeah. get the diagnosis. I had a faulty perception of what it meant to have, you know, alcoholism or addiction. Well, I mean, for I think probably for a long time, I've, I'll talk about me. Is I didn't under, I didn't fully understand or grasp what addiction or alcoholism was. Right. Right? For so long, I was like, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. With no idea what that meant. Yeah. So come to find out, you know, getting some education and gaining some knowledge Mm. through various anonymous programs and and treatment centers and whatnot and and educated medical people who knew what they were talking about. Important. Yeah. It came to realize that it was, you know, someone who was losing control once they started using or drinking Mm. Or when someone was making a decision to not do it, they would find themselves going back to it even against their will. Will. Right? And I was able to then match up my own personal experience. You know, the, the key to the future is always held in that past. Yeah. You know, and really? I was able to go back in my past experience, line up some of the inconsistencies that I was having, and really get honest. I mean, that's one of the key things with, with most of us in this, in this situation is, is getting honest about it. You know, when you're high and drunk all the time, like it's easy to delude yourself. That's exactly what chemicals do. <laughs> but, you know, just going back a quick second, you said that you learned yeah. from various, you know, anonymous programs, yeah. resources, trusted professionals. Yes. Learned. So like knowledge was huge. Knowledge was was very helpful. Mm -hmm. It was very helpful. I don't think that self-knowledge is a cure-all, be-all, fix-all by any means. But it's the knowledge that was able to empower me to understand what was going on. So you're saying you can't just know your way into recovery? No, No, you can't. And what I'll say is, here's a great example, is you have like something like diabetes versus cancer, Mm -hmm. two fatal progressive illnesses that over time can kill you. Yeah. Having the knowledge about the condition for each one helps because when you know the illness, then you, yeah. It can catapult you into the correct treatment plan. Exactly. Treatment for cancer is very different than treatment for diabetes. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're definitely onto something. I just want to also say that let's explore this real quick. I want to jump into our topic. Yeah, well, this is important, though, to give you the preview. Yeah, but before, I just want to put it out there. What I have come to believe is alcoholism. For those that are listening that may be like, yeah, I kind of know or I don't know at all. Drop it. You know, what it's been told to me, what I've read. I'll just say this okay. in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, yeah. which I use as a as a guide, as a textbook, as a curriculum. Correct. It tells me, in the doctor's opinion, three things. We'll lay it out. Right. It says that I have a mental obsession. Okay. 
meaning that I think about alcohol and drugs that I can't stop thinking about it. Um, it, it's always on my mind and, uh-huh. and until I do it, I'm never going to stop. It, it also says that I have a physical allergy, right? Right. Which means like if I was allergic to peanut butter, right? Like I would break out or I'd have some sort of reaction, right? Right. right? And, and not everyone has the allergy. Well, it's an unusual sensitivity. Well, like if you didn't have an allergy to peanuts, you can eat peanut butter and jellies yeah. all day and yeah. i couldn't right well, I, I wouldn't have the unusual sensitivity it means that i'm different yeah. yes it means it affects me differently correct and the, the third part is is that i will let my problems mount up and mount up and mount up until it's so big that i look at it and i can't do anything but drink yeah well then it really becomes your solution yeah and Alcohol, then that's and that's yeah. the cycle right yeah, this yeah, mental yeah. obsession physical allergy and this yeah. problem yeah so why i think this relates to spirituality mm-hmm. is that when i got clear on my diagnosis yeah that when i started i couldn't stop or control the amount and that no matter how hard i made a decision and a- attempted to assert my power of will I was unable to mm. effectively make a choice to not use and drink. I was always going back to it, even though I didn't want to. And and thirdly, was that internally, spiritually, I felt bankrupt, you know, empty. I mean, low is self-esteem. That so- is that something that you knew? Uh, over time, when you're crossing your moral and ethical boundaries faster than you can lower mm. them, yeah, I felt pretty empty. Yeah. And and I really realized that alcohol and drugs had something to do with that. And why why that was so monumental for me to get clear on and to concede to my innermost self was it was then presented to me that, okay, Brian, if this is what you're identifying as, if this is what you can relate to, we have a solution mm. and it's going to be a spiritual awakening. Which I was, spiritual awakening. which I was not in alignment with. Yeah, but I I know that term um, turns a lot of people off. But the question that was presented to me, and which is what I would say to other people, is other than a spiritual awakening, a spiritual experience, a psychic change, mm. an, an alteration in your moral psychology, yes. whatever synonym you want to use, mm-hmm. if that is not the treatment plan for someone with addiction then what other solution would you present to someone? Yeah, you know, I, I like psychic change. Yeah. Uh, especially when I got sober because spiritual awakening was weird. And it woo just, woo. It just comes with this, you know. Yeah, woo woo. You know, we all have our like preconceived ideas of yeah. God, yeah. right? And then yeah. we also develop based on the opinions of others, based yeah. on what we hear, what we see, well, how we, we were read. brought up. Too. Yeah, we start to develop opinions about religion. Yeah, of right, course. which shapes our whole thought of about God. Yeah. So most people, I would say, have some sort of prejudice prejudice against Massively. that. So psychic change, I could get on board with that. Yeah, which means like the my way of thinking. Yeah. My morals, my ethics, like every, like the decision making skills. Correct. It all needs to change. I need to have a complete change in my mind. Correct. Right. And my question to you is, is, is that something you're able to produce with your own head? Can you produce a change in your own head? No. That is sufficient enough well, for you to overcome addiction. Well, this is how crazy that would sound. If that were true, it would mean that 
me with my messed up thinking is going to think my way into a new way of thinking. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Not at all. Yet the baffling part of alcoholism or addiction will tell me, yeah, you can definitely do that. Yeah, and that's right? when, that's when this gets just straight sideways, trippy, mind warped. Well, and that's when nuts. What you said was yeah. so important is being honest yeah. to your innermost self because yeah, I can believe those surface level lies all day long of yeah. you got this, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But if I sit down and I really get honest with myself and I break it down and look mm-hmm. at the pros, the cons and that based mm-hmm. on my past experience like yeah. you were saying, yeah. it's a clear picture, man. Yeah. Well, it ends up kind of being a double-edged sword because on one hand, I was I was very relieved yeah. to find out that it was addiction and that I wasn't uh, like schizophrenic, and psychotic, like a sociopath, sociopath. Yeah. like I wasn't like I wasn't I wasn't a nut job. Yeah. But on the other on the other hand, it sounded like it was going to be a spiritual awakening or a psychic change that I needed. And I wasn't too excited about going after that. Well, <laughs> well, the other part, too, is then it also means, damn, I got to stop doing drugs and drinking. Yeah, which was working. Which Or was. so I thought. Yeah, which yeah. is like, it, it would be like you going home and you fall in love with this girl and you go home to meet the family and your family's like, yo, like, that girl is terrible. And then you're like, damn, you're right. Like, I need to break up with this person because, like, she's harming me. But I love her. But you think you love her, man. <laughs> yeah. And I hear this a lot. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I created a song called Love With My Addiction, wait, yeah. like, a long time ago because yeah. it's this false sense of, like, I need yeah. something I need, yeah. necessity versus want. Yeah. But it becomes a necessity, yeah. like, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, the drinking and drugging becomes almost like I need to breathe. Yeah. It's just so ingrained in just what we do. Correct. You know, and that's part of the everything needs to change. Correct. And so psychic change, spiritual awakening, like yeah. those go hand in hand because how do I have a psychic change? Well, now, there's, I think there's different ways. Well, especially when you're coming up against all your preconceived ideas and prejudice. Yeah. So what, what getting clear on the diagnosis of alcoholism and really conceding to your innermost self does is it kind of pins you in a corner where you realize that your old ways of being, mm. thinking, living, dreaming, acting, behaving aren't working. Yeah. And that you're going to need to find a new way to do it. And you get to really come up against yourself. Yeah. Challenge those old thinking, th- those old belief systems, especially around power, mm. religion, higher self. What it means to be a man. What it means to be a man. All that. Yeah. And What's awesome is that there is a treatment plan available for that to happen. And I think it starts with setting aside everything that that you think that you know. And then, I mean, kind of going in alignment with with AA is is choosing a new conception or an idea that resonates with you. Well, let me ask you this, man. Is this something that our listeners can do on their own? Like, like, seriously, is this something where if they're listening to this and they're like, oh, my God, this makes sense. Let me change that. Uh, I mean, is that possible? I, I think I think in I mean, anything's possible. Anything is possible. I think that it depends on the how quickly you want to get there. It might be helpful to be supported by someone mm-hmm. who could get you there sooner. Right. But on your own, I mean, I, I can talk about a really powerful exercise I just did recently where I took the relationship 
between Mufasa <laughs> yeah. and his son Simba in The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Shout out Disney on this one. Disney. And I basically Don't just described in detail what is Mufasa's relationship to Simba. Mm-hmm. And it went like Mufasa loves his son. Mm-hmm. He's always looking out for him. He doesn't get mad at him. Even when Simba disobeyed him, mm. he didn't get mad at him. He showed Simba his past, where he came from, his mm-hmm. ancestors in the stars. And then the famous scene where they get on top of Pride Rock. And I mean, <laughs> we know Jay Cole shouts this out and he says, Simba, everything that the sun touches is yours. Yeah. And he goes, everything? Everything. So what does this have to do with Well, what it has to do with spirituality and God and how this worked for me was I just replaced Mufasa with God and Simba with me. Mm. And it's like, wow, this God of my own understanding, this concept, this isn't a set in stone. A concept is a working idea. So It's alterable. It's changeable. It's flexible. So I want to just stop real quick because maybe some people just turned us off. Good. They heard you say God. Yeah. And they're like, no, I'm I'm out. I bounced. Honestly, I probably would have turned this off. You know what I'm saying? Because there was such prejudice with religion, like we're talking about with God, with these I was down with the Lion King. Right? (laughs) Well, you say God, and and people are like, ah, ah. Yeah. So, like, what is that? Is that, like, what is that? When they say your own conception of God, what does that mean, man? Well, I mean, it's like we started out, like, five, ten minutes ago. When you're backed in this corner, it comes back to... If you're facing addiction, what other option do you have mm. beside a spiritual solution? So, like, something bigger than me. Something yeah. else. Something Simple. that's not me. Simple. Something Ex- that I can put trust and faith in and know that it's going to be better than Well, I mean, it's going to take a little while to get to that trust and faith piece, but you got to start somewhere. Mustard seed. A mustard seed of willingness. Really, it comes down to, are you just willing to try? And let me just say this, too, is I have found, and a lot of other people have found, is this is easier to do when you have someone else who's already done it, or a group of people who have already done it, or a book that explains in detail how to do it. Yeah. Right? Support it, for sure. Because at the end of the day... If I'm sitting here listening and you're talking about God and I have to have my own concept of God, you're like, I don't even want to touch that. I can't even start. But yeah. if you're telling me that there's a treatment plan, yes. whether it's treatment professionals yeah. that I can rely on, whether it's an anonymous program, fellowship, that I can rely on and trust and mm-hmm. listen to for guidance, mm-hmm. whether it's a person, maybe a mentor, Correct. Right? Or a sponsor yeah. that I can trust or rely on. Or maybe it's just a friend that I know who has a similar mm-hmm. experience. Maybe, like, it's easier if you can grab a hold of that person. Correct. Because right? for me personally, my first higher power, if you will, yeah, my first um, concept of God was the people I saw who have yeah. recovered yeah. from a hopeless state of mind and body, yeah, those people, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Well, you were like the, the firefly in the light. Like, you, you were attracted to that. Yeah. You're pulled. It's magnetizing. Well, because I was dying, man. Yeah. Because I was dying. And then finally, I was like, listen, okay, well, I'll get past my prejudice with the term God, yeah. and I'll listen to these people because well, they believe in God. Well, and choose your own thing. And, and yeah. at the end of the day, one well, of the most valuable questions you can ask yourself, how's it working for you? Yeah. 
How's what you're doing working for you? Yeah. Like, what are the results? Yeah. Like, how's it working for you? Absolutely. And, and like, it's pretty, like, using deductive reasoning and logic actually works mm. in, in coming to an understanding, gaining access to having an understanding with starting to believe in and then having faith that a power is wow. available for you. Yeah. And that's like why it's logical. That's why it's so important to be able to take that time and that opportunity to look yeah. weigh the facts. Yeah. Right. That's, that's something that was told to me too. It's like, Hey, listen, like, like, are you making decisions based on facts <laughs> or are you making decisions based on your interpretation of facts or feelings? Yeah. Right. Or feelings. Yeah. Because if I'm making decisions based on facts, most of the time, like, yeah. that's going to be, I'm going to make uh, better decisions. But if I'm making decisions based on what I think yeah. or yeah. what I feel or, you know, like yeah. back to that messed up thinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So one thing that really attracted me to a spiritual way of life is a characteristic that I find pretty common in spiritual people is confidence and courage. Mm. And for the life that I know that we're up to yeah. and what we're committed to creating, it's going to take courage, confidence, yeah. stepping up, being a leader, visionary. Yeah, you know, and just breaking it down, especially in the beginning, man. Right? Yeah. Like one thing I love Hell that yeah. it says in this book, yeah. in the back, under spiritual experience yeah it says that the the three uh, the three principles that you must have are willingness open-mindedness and honesty yeah right and these are indispensable meaning you cannot yeah. you cannot yeah get sober get your life together recover yeah unless you have those things well, and it could be very small yeah I mean, we could probably do a whole podcast on each one of those. No doubt. And, and it's interesting. Like, you know, it's not just cash register honesty. It's gut level honesty. Mm -hmm. You know, open-mindedness isn't broad-mindedness. It's actually considering something else, taking it internally and sitting with it. Doesn't just and evaluating. mean having a broad view. Yeah. It means truly being empathetic, if you will. Mm -hmm. and, and willingness, to me, is only measured by one thing, and that's action. Yeah. I mean, you Absolutely. could say I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. But unless willing. you follow it by Yeah, so action. those three principles, those three fundamental truths are really the key ingredients for this relationship, for this spiritual journey to be embarked upon. Yeah, and I think it starts with, you know, having an open mind yeah. about being willing yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Right? And then once okay. you're honest and you're like, damn, okay, like things are screwed up. Yeah. Then you're presented with, hey, here's here's an option at a better life. That's right. Like a way better life. Yeah. Like recovery. And yeah. like your dreams and your goals and your vision and everything you want to create in this world, you can have it. And you're like, whoa, how? And you're like, first of all, discard everything you think you know yeah. about everything. Yeah. And then secondly, yeah. like you're talking about this emptiness, right? Yeah. Like a God-sized hole, if you will. Yeah. I've heard it yeah, been yeah, called. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is, man. Like... I like I just want you for a second just to just to imagine, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you've gone your whole life feeling like no one understands you. Mm -hmm. You never fit in. Mm -hmm. No one knows what you're going through. Mm -hmm. Like maybe no one loves you. You think that no one cares, right? You're kind of right. like this outcast. Right. And if you're if you're listening and you're nodding your head, you're you probably are an alcoholic, man, because this is something that we all can relate with. 
well, you know, and growing not, up. And if not, make your own diagnosis. Exactly. <laughs> and then that feeling of being so different, uniquely yeah. different, right? Yeah. And and always wanting, like, what's going to fill this void? What is it? Drugs, yeah. the alcohol, yeah, yeah. the women, the money, the job, the what is it? Yeah. Finally, man, when when I was like, okay, whatever this higher power being is, I'm not sure what it is, but, yeah. like, I'm giving, like, I give it up to you. Like, yeah. you take the will, yeah. right? Man, the peace and comfort yeah. almost immediately, yeah. right? It was like I almost, it was like I took a bong load. You know how you, <laughs> and then boom, you're immediately, yeah. like, it was almost like that as soon as, the freedom, yeah, right? Because now it's no longer on me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, decisions are not on me to make alone, mm-hmm. right? Like, the, the weight of the world isn't on my shoulders. Well, and that's exactly what we were talking about at the beginning. Yes. That way of thinking was completely opposite mm-hmm. before this this experience occurred. You know, before it occurs, you think that it's all on me by yeah. myself. I've got to handle it. I'm always right. Me, 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 I, I, I. And, I and just... then you get into a spot where, okay, how can I be of service? I'm not alone. I'm feeling happy. Yeah. Feel useful, purposeful, vision driven. And I just want to point out, like, that's why spirit, that's why I keep doing. Yeah. Right? Like, obviously, life is a lot better because I'm sober. Yeah. And I have a lot of cool things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, talking about spirituality, why do I keep looking for it? Why do I keep expanding on it and learning and diving deeper into spirituality and my? My yeah. connection with God yeah. is because I, I I have this relationship, man. Yeah. I have this relationship where it's no longer on my shoulders that I have a co-pilot. I have yeah. someone I could count on and mm-hmm. depend on, someone who understands me fully. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I feel part of. Yeah. I don't feel different. Yep. I feel loved, mm-hmm. you know? And those are the things that I think kept me getting drunk and high for so long is i didn't feel those things yeah man and now with this newfound relationship Mm -hmm. with this higher power if you will yeah like i feel those things that i've always wanted and it feels good yeah it does it does right so i mean yeah in wrapping up i think that for anyone listening check your own experience like Mm. we're not coming at anyone here as experts this is totally just opinions as uh as as on a spiritual hilltop this is our truth this is just sharing experience and and what i always tell people is you know check your own and and you'd be surprised what uh you might find if you're willing to take Mm. that look you know yeah and i'd also say reach out man because a lot of times um going back trying to have that conversation with yourself Mm -hmm. right with your already messed up thinking might not work yeah so maybe get with someone else yeah you know and if you can't think of anyone or you don't feel comfortable you can shout out to us yeah definitely like hit us up man let's talk let's have a conversation like definitely like new life a new way of being can start now and it could start with a conversation yeah you know so reach out appreciate you guys Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This has been a short episode, but I think a very good one. So please like, comment, and share with everyone because you never know whose life may change just by listening. That's right. To these two goons. That's right. Talk about spirituality. Love you guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. Ciao.